Quand on s'est laissé mi-décembre, on était rendu à la septième partie de notre hommage à Lee Scratch Perry, ce Jamaïcain, producteur, réalisateur, chanteur, innovateur. Aujourd'hui, je veux accélérer le pas un peu. On était rendu à peu près 1973. Et aujourd'hui, je veux vraiment regarder cette période Quelques-uns des musiciens tels que Junior Biles avec qui il va collaborer après le départ de Bob Marley et les Whalers en 1972. Par-ci et par-là pour nous rendre vraiment à l'apogée de son œuvre, de sa production avec la création du studio d'enregistrement Black Ark. On va célébrer cette musique, cette concentration, ce focus, on pourrait dire, sur la batterie et la basse. On a maintenant les trois mouvements musicaux qui l'intéressent, soit l'enregistrement des chansons, que ce soit des compositions originales ou la reprise d'un répertoire soul et rhythm and blues avec tout son impact sur la Jamaïque. Il y a la musique instrumentale, ces versions qu'il cumule, ces différentes façons d'entrevoir, de d'écouter, de chanter, d'instrumentaliser un rythme. Et également, le dub vient d'être introduit avec le premier album sorti en 1973, Black Blur Jungle. Ce mouvement dub qui aura tellement un impact sur la musique électronique dans les années à suivre. Donc les deux prochaines semaines sur les ondes du peuple, 90,3 MF, sur Funky Revolutions, les années 70, l'apogée de l'art de Lee Scratch Perry jusqu'à la destruction du studio Black Ark en 1979. Pour y arriver, ben, on commence à la fin, 1975, la période où on va finir aujourd'hui à peu près, avec Jimmy Riley, un proche collaborateur, un jeune réalisateur lui-même début 70, qui a quelques grands chansons soul avec Lee Scratch Perry, incluant Woman Gotta Have Love, prix de Bobby Womack. This is the Mothership Connection, Funky Revolutions. Thank you. 
Scratch parody upset a takeover Earth planet. Just like that. By the flick of my wrist. And the power of the mighty Pisces. But music is magic. And science is knowledge. So you put knowledge with magic and it works perfectly well. Come back again and say, Nah, 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 nah
Black Star in Jamaica. You come with the idea about Samala Black Star Liner. You're talking about Black Stars. So without that line to build up black people, there wouldn't be any black stars in from Jamaica. Another time there wouldn't be any freedom for black people. They would be still end up as being slaves. Babylon is another god, a second god. We believe in evil and slavery and using, penalizing. They want all the oil, all the vanity, all the riches and all the wealth, and they need slaves to work in to do those jobs that they cannot do. The Babylonian system. So God takes some of us out of, of Africa and sent us to Jamaica. And these is what he take out of Africa and sent to Jamaica as superstars. I'm standing on the spot where they used to transform slavery from Africa to sell to Jamaica, where the white plantation is. But it will be no more as lightning living and thunderball rolling. Time for the black man to take over. Time for the black man to drive big car. Time for the big black man to own big ship. Time for the black man to own airplane. Time for the white man to work for the black man. A change in time, says Miracle Jesus. Dream. If you escape the fine pond, you're 
reggae music, rockstar music, ska music, calypso music, merengue music, jazz music. Don't care what the music might be, but music is the only comforter. I'm telling you the truth, man. You make me feel alright, alright now. Oh yeah, you make me feel alright, alright now. And if you feel run down, you gotta send for me. And if you feel run down, you gotta call and me. And that makes me feel alright. I feel alright. I feel alright. I said you have no coming back Cause we are on the track I said you have no coming back Cause we are on the track And that makes me feel alright Feel alright Alright now That makes me feel alright Alright now So if you want me You gotta send for me and if you need me, you got to call on me, and that makes me feel alright, feel alright, all alright now. That makes me feel alright, all alright now. That makes me feel alright, feel alright, all alright now. That makes me feel alright, feel alright, all alright now. And we do hope you feel all right. The Silver Tones and Lee Scratch Perry with the Upsetters on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. This is Funky Revolutions. My name is Khalid. Last time we left each other back in December, we were in part seven of our tribute to Lee Scratch Perry. We continue with part eight, sitting in the mid-70s where we left off in around 1973. I wanted to accelerate the pace, and so today's program is really dedicated to getting to know Lee Perry in what I consider to be his golden age period as we enter around 1973 to, well, the eventual destruction of Black Ark in 1979. The Silver Tones feel all right. In 1972, Perry released their album Silver Bullets, and this trio that had developed with recordings with Duke Reed would move over to Perry as Rocksteady merged into reggae music. 
In today's program, too, several slips and snips from Lee Scratch Perry, either taken from The Upsetter, The Life and Music of Lee Scratch Perry, a documentary released in 2008, or from a CD compilation called Divine Madness, which looks at some of his interviews and snippets of interviews he did for the BBC in the 1980s. We had Lee Perry on Music is Truth, and then a couple of upsetter Lee Perry tracks, including Wap You Wah, which was in fact an early dub of the track that preceded it called Justice to the People. And that was a track that had uh, been reworked and it was really, Lee Perry loved harmonies and he loved the Chillites and it's a takeoff of, uh, well, power to the people. Before that as well, somebody I wanted to spend some time with today when Marley and company leave in 72, Perry's looking for other uh, major stars to record with, and he's begun working with Junior Biles. In 1972, Biles, well, won the Jamaican Song Festival with Da Da Da. And then we started the set with basically the period we end in around 19, end of 1975 with Jimmy Riley and his cover of Bobby Womack's Woman Gotta Have It, a track called Women Gotta Have Love. A kind of set that gives us all of the elements that we've reached and that have been developed by Lee Scratch Perry. Stay tuned to The Mothership as we continue to explore his collaborations with various artists and the beginning of a real more dub style. By 1973, as we heard back in part seven, he released his first quote-unquote dub album called Blackboard Jungle, one of a handful of records that artists were putting out that began the rise of dub, an evolution, basically an overproduction of what had been Lee Perry's instrumental orientation and his recreation, reorganization, reconstruction, and rearrangements of these rhythms, some of them that would reappear over 12 years in his career. On CKUT 90.3 FM, we'll be back after these brief messages. You're looking for honey? Baby, don't be funny. Get up and fight for your musical right. The Mothership Connection flies with, again, Lee Scratch Perry. An occasion to really dwindle back and forth between 1972 and 1975 as we hear some of the strong collaborations and some of the individuals of note in this period, particularly the work he did with Junior Biles from 1972 to 1975. And next week's program, really, we're going to be at the center of the back arc phase 1975 till its destruction in 1979 by Lee Perry himself. We're going to be looking and hearing some of the classic albums that are on my shelf, including, uh, well, Max Romeo uh, in next week's program. But I wanted to really look at some of the elements. We have all of the elements now uh, that have been developed. And in 1973, Lee Perry is completing the construction of his own studio, Black Ark. So now, all of a sudden, he has his vocal work, his instrumental work, the development of dub music as an avenue for his artistic wildness and uh, really the emphasis on the drum and the bass that was orienting. 
Lee Perry is, 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 is in a sense grounded by the creation of a place of his own to make music, to welcome other producers, to produce other people's music, to give studio time. And so his fingers are all over the place and his collaborations multiply. The themes are all there. There are still covers of the soul and R&B. By this period, 1973-74, the Upsetter Sounds has incorporated a, a bit of a funk link, as you'll be able to hear <clears throat> over the course of the next couple of weeks. The instrumental work continues uh, with the Upsetters. We're now into about the third and fourth generations. We're moving past the soul syndicates into his work with the Meditations, Gladiators, among others. People that are figured strongly in the development of his sound, it's not just him, Tommy McCook, the great Scatolites, uh, much of his work around arranged piano rearrangements, organ arrangements with Lee Perry helped to define the sound that was so classic emerging at this period. You have people like um, Augustus Pablo, who played in the Upsetters for a year, moves on to a solo career, but continues collaborating and recording Wicked Works with Lee Perry throughout the 70s. On CKUT 90.3 FM, if we at the end of the last set really heard uh, an unusual version from the Silver Tones and the kinds of harmonies he was able to put together, this is probably the nicest track on the 1972 release by uh, Lee Perry and the Silver Tones on Silver Bullets. We continue on the Mothership Connection, Funky Revolutions, our tribute to Lee Scratch Perry. Rejoice in Jaja Children. Jesus went into the mountain many years ago. His disciples were there. And he began to speak. Blessed are the poor, for they shall have food. And blessed are the merciful, and the pure in heart. But there shall be no mercy for the prosecutor who lurks in the dark. So let us give praise, judge the children in their soul. Judge our children and our conscience set us free. So when we pray, we must pray for each other. What do we need but goodness and love for all our brothers, sisters? And the mercy of the pure 
Listen to music and make a choice. It's like uh, it's a market. 
And uh, the people don't know what to expect, and if you give them two different versions, they will take it. Like you give them some rice for dinner, you don't give them rice for supper. So it's how you do it, you mix it, you mix the music. So this is how you play rock guitar, next four bar you play blues, and that's how we get it. And then it's okay, the drum and bass, the foundation, sometimes they take out the piano, sometimes they take out the organ, sometimes they take out the guitar, and the people listen more to the heartbeat and the brain. My music definitely have like half sound tracks. I have a cassette playing with only cymbals sometimes. As I only make my own cymbal sound like that. When I dub the cymbal on the cassette myself, higher. And I have that cassette running. On the live session, that's why people want to know how we get so much track and full track. And they may make the cassette live while nobody's not there. And when the session starts, that cassette is playing. So as the musician go on the drum, he hear what he does, just to play a long time. So he's copying that. So when he done copy that, I have two copies. The, the original and his copy. So I put them two together and put them try equalizer. Uh-oh, a fool yo. Songs from the Obsidian's T-shirt. A musical injection called French Connection. A mouse for your selection. One of the best with the monster rest. So 
Take it from the rich and give it to the poor, oh yeah. No just an instant manifestation, success or done. Lee Perry Piper Jack Stone, the man with the mirror sun in his hand. And the scepter of Judah, the lion lay this lion heart. Straight from the jungle, black and eye, but kingly. Black heart, King Solomon, rock stone. King David fling one stone, the man who paint him life. I am black shadow, the man in the moon. Paint am I, yeah, I'm paint. Painted Africa, painted Ethiopia, painted globe, painted universe, painted equator, from the center of the earth to the pinnacle of the sky to the edges of the universe. Words, 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 I am words. I am paint, I am art, I am stone and I am perfect, never tell a lie. A lie lip is abomination to the Lord God, Jehovah, Jehovah, and they that speak in life shall perish. Now I am the black pope, the power over the white pope. I am the black king of kings and the lord of lords. You come out of all mine and all action. Action and action, Isaiah 9 is my name. Vision of a country boy nearly scratch prey come from a price near Hanover. Come to the city and quiet dreadlocks and cut down politicians with a thing called repentance is a must.
There's generally a lot of love and happiness on Funky Revolutions. Lee Scratch Perry and the Upsetters with Jungle Lion, a reworking of Al Green's Love and Happiness. This is around the end of 1973, a really important year in the sense the founding of and building, in fact, of Black Ark Studios, uh, different branches, and finally at the end of 73, the release of Blackboard Jungle Dub. Jungle Lion also kind of followed up on a kind of trend in music, and Perry himself described it as a continuation of the ideas and bravado of one of his first hit songs, People Funny Boy. Before that, Perry himself, his name is, and many names he gave himself and had over the years. Before that, Leo Graham and the Upsetters with News Flash 1972. Leo Graham had worked with Lee Perry previously uh, when Perry was at Duke Reed Studios. At that time, Leo Graham was part of the trio Overtakers. In 1969, Perry kind of shepherded him towards a group called The Bleachers, which he led. But by the 1970s, was recording independently with the Upsetters and Lee Scratch Perry, as in this news flash, which kind of reflected some of the political tone the various artists that worked with Perry had in some of their music, especially talking about the beleaguered uh, Jamaican politics and gun violence that continued into the 1970s. Before that, French Connection from Lee Perry, 1973, end of 72, and an important song in the sense that it was one of the first that he would record at King Tubby's studio, and they would collaborate uh, over the years and explain some of the kind of on and off elements and, and records that they would put out a little later which uh, worked around the theme of dub. The words of Lee Scratch Perry before that, himself discussing how he recorded, duplicated, how he did these songs, catalogs, and in his recording style created various copies, eventually leading into even uh, more creative aspects of the producer-driven music of dub music. Before that, King Iowa, Give Me Power. King Iowa, a little-known toaster from also the same period, a song by The Stingers, reproduced in his toasting style with The Upsetters, and started the set with The Silvertones, who in 1973 released Silver Bullets, one of the several albums that Perry produced and released as his relationship with Trojan begins to end uh, in the UK. Rejoice in Jaja Children is what we heard, a song in fact written by Lee Perry's wife at the time, Pauline Morrison. On CKUT 90.3 FM, my name is Khalid. We'll be back after these brief messages. Continuing to explore this time period leading into 1975 and the grounding that the Black Ark studio would provide until, uh, well, he destroyed it himself in 1979. This is the Mothership Connection. Fuck you, revolutions. We declare our right on this earth to be a man to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. Right now, not this Iowa. I'm 
CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Black Man's Time, part eight of our tribute to Lee Scratch Perry, the mid-1970s and the foundation of Black Ark Studios. The music of Perry on the Mothership Connection, Funky Revolutions, hurt so good. Oh 
salsa music, merengue music, jazz music, don't care what music might be, but music is the only comfort I'm telling you the truth, man. Lord God, Mastam, Mastam, wake up them a tip your cold. Dina, Dina, light the lamp. Pass the choices, give me the man, hurry man, hurry. Them a tip for one cold. Rotted, but no more cast in that. But they that they must see him chop off the boy two fingers Team black and white coat Dina, pass me my shit gimme Make a chop off him hand Oh, this gang From good to cold When I chew with that boy I'm going to get what he don't get go to jail me tell you something you know go and get no bail and you will be the one to take out the peel how this can which bail you tell I about the shit 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 peel how this can Style, you know. I go on like your wild. Come from Lucy and I go on like your boosty. Eh? Come at Kingston, say I go kill some. Track where? Butter where, boy? Come thief scan. Oh. What Go back to Lucy. Why you pop no style for me no more casting? And like I say, you still a ring coat. Mokyasin! Cow Thief Skank, recorded in 1973. Here, one of his first songs splicing together three different upsetter rhythms for the toasting and the mooing. Beginning with a few bars of the staple singers, This Old Town. There's the rhythmic introduction includes inspiration, Stand By Me, one of the earliest rhythms of the upsetters, before alternating with 
Better Rhythms Day and Musical Transplant, a cut-up technique that would continue with Perry. This is from a period that he's recording at and with King Tubby, developing what they would refer to as skank or skanking. Skank meaning to dance out of time to the rhythm, and uh, skanking was kind of more some of the offbeat, off-rhythmic elements with obscure concepts, jokes, disses. We started the hour with Black Man's Time by Neville Grant around the same period, 1973, over the rhythm of Pop Goes the Weasel. From around the same period, 73 into 74, an album's worth of music was created with Susan Cadigan, actually named that by Lee Perry, originally Allison Ann Cadigan. She had this uh, promising soul voice that was way more popular the few releases they did in the UK compared to Jamaica, but uh, some wonderful music. Uh, unfortunately, she would sign with a label in London after having appeared there, and it would kind of stall her career. On Funky Revolutions, we continue with this tribute to Lee Scratch Perry. By the end of 73, recordings have started at the Black Ark Studios and into 1974, a period of real transition for Lee Perry, not huge successes. His two relationships with the reggae industry in the UK, Trojan and Palmer Records and their subsidiaries, is coming to his end as they come into financial uh, difficulties. And he will, by 1975, start releasing with another label called Dip, starting to make more connections into the United States. This is a period where he's been going back and forth, recording and promoting uh, music, rhythms in the UK as well. And at the end of this period that we're looking at, he moves uh, also to start making connections in the US and begin to release music there as well. If we go back a little in time to uh, the end of 1971, while much of that period was dominated with the evolution of the Whalers, uh, there was some interesting music being made. Uh, among them, the work of the Righteous Flames, whose experience went right back into the ska years. Some of the singers actually working with Alton Ellis as uh, the Flames. It was a group that changed lineups and memberships, and in the brief period of this recording, that we'll hear in a moment, Zion in 1971, a number of members had changed, and uh, you have the lead by Danny Clark on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. It's a long, long 
Play with me 
by Junior Biles. Wanted to stay with him for a moment as he was so important in this period, 1972 to about 1975, when he would move on to uh, other producers and collaborations about 1975. Before that, the Stingers Give Me Power, and we'd had uh, a kind of toasted version earlier in the program by King Iowa, The Flames with Zion. They would continue making music with Lee Perry, especially at the end of this more difficult period where Perry's uh, established distribution mechanisms are falling apart in the UK. And uh, he's working and having music released by other labels or producers like Sonia Pottinger at this period. She'd been so active since the 1960s, but she would record music uh, of the arcs, for example, with the Melodians, among others and release some of his music, including later tracks by The Flames. Junior Biles had uh, known Perry when he engineered with Duke Reed about 1966-67. He, that, at that time, Junior Biles was with The Versatiles. He would begin recording 71-72 with Perry, first a track as King Chubby, and then a uh, very successful song that would make the title track of one of the more successful albums from this period released by Perry, Junior Biles's Beat Down Babylon on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Yeah. 
I'm in and I'm out. I can appear and I can disappear. <laughs> I am not Lee Scratch Perry. I'm music. I'm just making the Mickey. I'm wearing a mask. I'm a masquerade, right? I used to be really sword at myself. I used to be the sword man. We'll be back we'll after be back these after brief back messages. messages. Music kill father, the food of life. So let's feed her and have fun. Music kill father, the food of life. So let's feed her and have fun. Place called Africa on CKUT 90.3 FM. As part eight of our series on Lee Perry, his collaboration with Junior Biles. Before that, their classic, really their hit, and also the title track to the album released uh, towards the end of 1972, Beat Down Babylon. This was one of the first recordings done in studio with Perry, with the third generation of, I guess, the Upsetters, now generation band, and Beat Down Babylon backing Junior Biles. 
really one of the more important artists and some of the most enduring music from this period, from Lee Perry and his, among his productions. During this recording period, Lee Perry released his own Africa's Blood, again, this kind of instrumental collections compiled for Trojan Records. Shortly after the, uh, this last track appeared, there would be a DJ version by Dennis Al Capone, who, as we'll hear a little later, uh, was quite important uh, in terms of the next generation of collaborations into the mid-70s with Toasters and Lee Perry. Out of the recording sessions leading to the release of Beat Down Babylon, the album, at the end of 1972, was Fever had been a hit for Peggy Lee, composed by Little Willie John. The song would provide a rhythm that would be oft produced by other artists as well, recorded with Lee Perry. On CKUT 90.3 FM, check your temperature.
Thought we'd throw in another Susan Cadigan track. She also covered uh, about a couple of years later that same song, Fever, and had, and had some success with that. During the period that we're really looking at, I mentioned a number of the albums that would appear over the years. From 1971 at the end, there was Africa's Blood, and before that, Marley's second release that had been proposed to Trojan, but really only released on Upsetter, the label was Soul Revolution. In 1972, you have a couple of these compilations, including Battle Axe for Trojan Records. There's the Junior Biles record. And also, as Marley and Whalers have gone off, they're going to release uh, with a very popular Catch a Fire. And that will lead Trojan to go back on the catalog that they hadn't really promoted and release African Herbsman. Leading into 1973, Cloak and Dagger from Scratch the Upsetter leads his releases, both in the UK and Jamaica. He'll have a kind of proto-dub album called Rhythm Shower mid-year. And then at the end of 1973, there's the Silver Bullets albums from the Silver Tones that we heard earlier in the program, and Upsetter, the 14-dub Blackborn Jungle dub album. And then that we'll see a couple of more Upsetter albums in 1974, Double Seven, There'll be another Trojan riding on the back of Whalers releases catalog, Bob Marley and the Whalers release of Rasta Revolution. And then, as I say, in 1975, uh, he's looking for new distribution mechanisms. And through 1975 on the DIP label or DIP, he'll be present the upsetter Musical Bones, a release by Vin Jordan. And the upsetters were the return of the wax. Kung Fu meets the dragon, one of the popular themes in the mid-70s, replacing the kind of spaghetti western thematics of Perry's earlier work. And that's kind of these albums that we've been looking at. So taking advantage of the wave of uh, the whalers being released on with Catch a Fire, this is African Herbsman, produced by Lee Perry. Slave men will look 
Alpha and Omega by Dennis Al Capone, a reworking of Junior Biles's Beatdown Babylon. Al Capone uh, did quite important work, but over a very short period in terms of when the recordings happened in 1972-1973. Dennis Al Capone is a good segue, in fact. Lee Perry was an early adopter of the toasting style, releasing uh, some of the first records along with you, Roy. Following this sh short collaboration, Perry would find uh, a similar kind of orientation in one of Al Capone's protégés, a teenager 
Lester Bullocks, a.k.a. John Dillinger, who would record and also not only represent this trend in Perry of supporting and releasing work in this period around toasting, but as Perry also begins to move into dub. Dillinger has the distinction uh, as this young teenager who would have, go on to great success in the 1970s, later 1970s, with Channel One Studios, did a lot of interesting work though. And among his tracks, first released with Lee Perry, was a track cut at King Tubby's studio, dub organizer, over a cloak and dagger rhythm. It was a recognition of the importance of Tubby to the development of dub in these early, early days. And that track will lead us into, uh, well, as we end the program, the dub phase of Lee Perry in this later period. With the release at the end of 1973 of Blackboard Jungle Dub, a handful of albums were kind of opening that space, including Herman Chin Loy's Aquarius Dub, Prince Buster's The Message, Java 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 by Clive Chins, and Dub Serial by Joe Gibbs. King Tubby was central to kind of this orientation because of his studio and the way it was set up. On CKUT 90.3 FM, dedication to those who created dub music, King Tubby and Lee Perry. This is Dub Organizer. Now, agents and daughters, I now present to you episode three of Cloak and Dagger. Music to make you stagger. So don't be like Johnny Dalla who swallowed the dollar. Right now. Right, right.
Said dub itself is a creation. With the dub, you can use an artist from the street for the dub without no voice. Dub is a thing that you can do anything with, you can play with it. And it sounds so funny that everybody likes it. Just like go all day, all day, you got a nice bass, man. Oh, you run up your mouth, sir. Oh, you can't chat so much. You all just run up your mouth. You can't do DJ. No higher. Shut up, make I do it. This is a smoke and the fire left to come. Well, the fire coming is I am the fire. It's not really fighting against dub, but dub is so popular that anybody could make dub. And mm. then too much dub yeah. and too much version of one song robbing the innocent people. As we begin to land the flight of the mothership funky revolutions, I was Khalid. Hope you enjoyed, well, this indulgence in Lee Scratch Perry, his productions, music, and inspirations. This uh, evolution of spatial elements of the reggae rhythm into dub ends with drum rock one of the two tracks we've selected from that pivotal 14 blackboard jungle dub album from the end of 1973 the own words of lee scratch perry there from some of the sources we mentioned at the top of the show and uh, kasha maka second track or third track 
on the album Blackboard Jungle Dub. Started with Dillinger, the song dub organizer, which was kind of a prelude to that. He would continue doing some magnificent work with uh, Perry and then Channel One later years. Reminding you as usual on Funky Revolutions, free your mind, our collective ass will follow. We'll be back with more music from this period as we really rein in as uh, at the end of 74, 75, Black Ark Studios has settled down and uh, some crazy music continues to be made as the upsetter finds distribution on Island Records. This is Faye Dreadlocks on the People's Power Station in Mount Real. Too much I want thing good to know. Time to achieve. So back we are and make way for Dreadlocks. Listen to the music I play. I'll drop the audience. Come make we dub it down, we dub it down, we scrub it down, Come make we dub it down, Come make we Breathe. 
revolution. Total freedom for everyone. Ha! Huh. My name is take it from the rich and give it to the poor, oh yeah. No just and instant manifestation, so says Adon. Lee Perry Pipe got Jack Stone, the man with the mirror sun in his hand. And the scepter of Judah, the lion, lay this lion heart. Straight from the jungle, black and I, but kingly. Black heart, King Solomon, rock stone. King David fling one stone, the man who paint him life. I am black shadow, the man in the moon. Paint am I, yeah, I am paint. Painted Africa, painted Ethiopia, painted globe, painted universe, painted equator, from the center of the earth to the pinnacle of the sky to the edges of the universe. Words, 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 I am words. I am paint, I am art, I am stone and I am perfect, never tell a lie. A lie lip is abomination to the Lord God, Jehovah, Jehovah, and they that speak a lie shall perish. Now I am the black pope, the power over the white pope. I am the black king of kings and the lord of lords. You come out of all mine and all action. Action and action, Isaiah 9 is my name. Vision of a country boy nearly scratch prey come from a price near Hanover. Come to the city and quiet dread like some cut down politician with a thing called repentance is a must. 